Welcome back to the Becoming CEO podcast, where we decide every single day to become the CEO we were created to be. Over here, we're low-key ratchet and high-key saved, okay? Listen, I know what it feels like to have the hugest to-do list, feel super unclear on what to do next in your business, download all the freebies, and still be stuck at square one. And darling, that's over for you today. Hey boo, I'm Kay Hillman. I'm a scientist turned five-figure photographer turned marketing and business strategist for female service providers building profitable businesses. I'm the coach for confused peeps. Boo thang, it's time to ditch the hustle. Listen close, darling, as I snatch your mindset, clarify your messaging, and drop marketing gems. When you roll with me, you'll gain confidence, clarity, and sales as you become the highest version of your Let's get this money. Hey, boo. Hey, happy Tuesday or whatever day you're listening to this on. Okay, let's hop into this. So today I want to talk about 10 qualities of a successful or like a productive CEO mindset. Um, I just like, I really had this thought um, and I hope the audio is okay, y'all. I'm trying out Tay's new mic. I'm batch creating, you know, batch recording today. And so I'm really just praying that this audio works out because I was listening to the replay of one of my other episodes that I recorded and y'all, the audio was so loud. I was like, how am I going to fix this? So (laughs) I'm trying to like whisper, but still project into this mic. So hopefully this is working. Y'all bear with me. I'll figure this out at some point. If not, your girl's going to go back to her trusty phone and we'll figure it out later. Um, But okay, so today I want to talk about the 10 qualities of a successful or like a productive CEO mindset. And I'm sharing this because I just hope to encourage you, but also to just maybe light a fire under the mindset that you need to have as a CEO. Because something that I hear a lot of people say, something that I've worked with a lot of clients through is mindset drama like a lot of my like we have a lot of mindset drama in our businesses and it's it's common right we all have different thoughts like I literally want to quit my business like once a quarter um if not once a month right like there are just times where I just like am looking and I'm like yeah I'm just over it you know I'm just over it and that's normal I want to say that that's normal to have those thoughts and those feelings but I want to share like some mindset Um, or just things about your mindset that you need to have as a CEO in order for this to actually work. And I'm hoping that this encourages you, but also shows you like where maybe you can strengthen or what areas you can strengthen your mindset in. So the first quality or the first kind of mindset shift that you need to have as a CEO is you gotta hustle. And I know that hustle is like a dirty word right now in the industry, like it's a dirty word in the online space, like I'm anti-hustle, la 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 la. And I get that, right? Like, I get it. I would be anti-hustle too if, you know, I felt the way that other people do, but I don't. Um, (laughs) So um, I'm not anti-hustle though. I'm very pro-hustle, but I'm also pro-season, right? Like I'm pro-seasons in your business. There are going to be certain seasons in your business where you are going to hustle and then there are going to be certain seasons where you don't want to hustle or you don't have to hustle. So in the beginning of your business, like the first couple of years, you gotta hustle. Like that's just the bottom line. And I want to be clear, even though I believe in seasons, I honestly think that we're always like as CEOs, you're always kind of in a season of hustle. It just may look different depending on like what life stage you're in personally, but also what stage your business is in. But when I think about, you know, some some other people in our industry and then in other industries i think about the fact that 
there's always somebody on the team that's going to be grinding and working hard and doing the work, right? And so when I say you got to hustle, it's not about burning yourself out and working all the hours, right? Because y'all know me, I don't have a lot of time, you know, maybe on a good day, I might work three hours. But outside of that, you know, that's only 15 hours a week, right? But in those 15 hours, your girl hustles, like I bust my behind to get the things done that I need to get done. So that I can show up as the CEO as the leader of this movement that I'm creating. And so I want to encourage you to take back the word hustle, right? I know that a lot of people are like, you know, don't hustle and blah, blah, blah. But a lot of people that say don't hustle, they're in a season in a stage of their business that they don't have to hustle, right? They don't have to work as hard right now because they've already built up the momentum, right? They've already built their business up to a point that they can rest on their name. They can rest on, you know, their community or their credibility or whatever to propel them forward. Um, versus some of us that are in the beginning stages or for those of us that are maybe in scaling stages, right? When you're scaling, you gotta hustle, boo. Like it's not, you, you're not resting and taking a back seat and just chilling through a scaling season. No, you have to hustle, you have to put in the work. And maybe a better way to say hustle was like put in the work, but I like the word hustle. And I wanna, I wanna take back the negativity that's around the word hustle because I feel like people make it seem like, oh, you know, you should never hustle and you should just always be in this perfect state of bliss as you're building the business. But like, that's not how it works. Like, it's just not how it works. You have to do the work, you have to do the time and it may take a little bit of time, right? Especially like for those of us who don't have a ton of time to dedicate to our businesses, it may take some time, but you still have to put in the work. You got to do that hustle. So that's thing number one. Thing or quality number two is doing what it takes and figuring it out. So I feel like a lot of times and you know, this is just I, I feel like this episode is gonna be a lot of me like saying, I don't really agree with what the industry says, but I really don't agree with some of the things that people in the industry say. But like, I feel like a lot of people have and I was listening to an episode that I did just recently, I can't remember what episode it was, I might link it below. But basically, I said like work for free. And I still stand by that because you have to do what it takes. You have to figure it out to grow to get to a certain point. I still do free projects. <laughs> I still do free work for people. Even as like, as long as I've been in business, which has been like almost five years, as much money as I've made in this business, I'm still doing free projects and free collaborations and just all these different things. And I'm constantly figuring things out. And I feel like that's an important quality for a CEO. You have to do what it takes. Like you have to be willing to go that extra mile. For a lot of my, for I would say 95% of my clients, they always get something extra. Like they always get something more from me than what I promised. And it's not because, you know, I'm a pushover or I just whatever. It's because I do what it takes to help people get a result. I do what it takes to ensure that you're gonna get a result. And I I figure it out, right? If there's something that I don't know, I figure it out and I and I problem solve. And I think that's a really important quality for a successful CEO. So the third quality is the quality of execution and implementation. Uh, we talked about this in the last episode um, and the last episode was a lot well not this the last one um, episode 173 where I talked about um, stop creating content calendars like you're so focused on creating content calendars and no content and it's like I feel like a lot of times in the industry I see people who you learn all these strategies or you create all these content calendars but nothing ever gets done but a true CEO someone that is successful in their role as a leader they execute and they implement that is the focus. The focus is always on making sure that they're executing and making sure they're implementing the things they learn. 
bottom line. Thing number four, which comes off of thing number three, is always learning, right? A CEO is always learning. I need to get better at reading books. I just, I'm, I, I'll start a book and if it doesn't grab my attention, I'm not going to keep going with it. But I do love learning through podcasts. And so I learn a lot on podcasts. I learn a lot with YouTube. And then I also invest in courses. I just recently invested in a course, um, and it was really good. Uh, I invested in um, a program. It was a group coaching program. I did that one. Um, but I'm always learning something. I'm always learning something either about my specific industry, whether it's learning something about photography or learning something about coaching or learning about marketing, more about sales, right? I'm always learning. Um, and I'm always, again, executing and implementing the things that I've learned. I'm always executing on whatever things I need to do in my business, but I'm constantly learning, which leads me to thing number five, where I'm always improving. And that's the fifth quality, always improving. I think that, as not I think, I know that as a CEO, you never want to reach a level of complacency. And we talked about this in, I can't remember what episode it was. I, I feel like I'm like referencing a lot of episodes lately. And then I need to like write out where all of them are, where all the episodes are. Cause I'm like, dang, I would really love for people to go back and listen to those episodes because it's really good. But, oh, I found it. In episode 165, I talked about how complacency is stealing your success. And I stand by that. As a CEO, a quality that you need to have is the quality of always improving, always, you know, trying to make something better, whether it's yourself or whether it's one of your offers or the culture of your company, the team culture, whatever it is, you should always be improving something within you or your company. And I feel like that is a, a quality of success for CEOs. Thing number six is self-development. So I I wasn't big in personal into personal development until I met my husband. Tay is so big on personal development. Like, Lord have mercy, this man, he has like, um, I'm looking at his bookshelf right now because we're sharing an office. And he has so many books on his bookshelf um, just by all these amazing writers and um, these, you know, uh, personal development, self-help. I don't know what you call these people, but there's all these books and it's really inspired me over the years to be more intentional about self-development and personal, personal, oh lord if I could talk, personal development. Um, and so I'm really big and I feel like a, um, a quality of a lot of successful CEOs is always focusing on self-development and self-improvement. Um, reading the Bible, right? Taking that time with God, right? I hear a lot, um, lately I've been hearing a lot of different, um, you know, uh, I guess coaches and stuff talk more about how they them deepening their faith has allowed them to learn more about themselves, which in turn allows them to serve people better. And that's self-development, right? That's personal development. And that's, I mean, what better way to develop yourself than through the word? I mean, just read Proverbs. That's enough to personally develop somebody right there. Um, but always focusing on developing more as a human being, right? On, on a fundamental level, who are you? Um, but even more so, you know, learning how to become a better leader, things like that. And that's kind of part of learning, but it's also part of self and personal development. So quality number seven is mental fortitude and commitment. Okay, this is the one. This is the one that I was like, uh, okay because I struggle. This is this is the area that I struggle and I struggle with mental fortitude and commitment because I'm a type of person that when it when something doesn't go the way I want or when I get upset about how something is going, my commitment to it shakes, right? Um, a prime example is like creating content sometimes. Like sometimes my mental fortitude is just not there. Like I'm not feeling strong. I'm not feeling encouraged, you know, to keep on going um, in spite of, you know, my time or whatever. Um, 
sometimes I don't feel as committed or as dedicated to doing the work, right? But a quality of a successful CEO is that they have that mental fortitude, they have that mental mental stamina, and they stay committed no matter what. And this is something I feel like number seven, this is something that we're going to have to always strive to like, it's something that we're always going to have to become maybe renewed in or be convicted of because it's something that's so easy to slip like it's so easy to not be as disciplined and not be as committed, especially when things aren't going the way you thought they would, right. So that's thing number seven which leads me to think the break everything kind of builds off each other i think that's really cool about these qualities and i thought about these qualities because i've just been like studying other industry experts but also like studying people that are in other industries like um i looked at like the ceo of coke and like i just looked at all these different people to see what were some qualities that i could pull from successful ceos in their mindset um but thing number eight what is doing what you love even if it's just in the moment now, this one was a bit interesting to me when I found this, but I noticed that a lot of people do things that they love and you feel you almost feel like, man, like this is so irrelevant to everything else. Like this, this doesn't have anything to do with my business or this doesn't have anything to do with anything, right? Um, but I want to encourage you to think about this quality a little differently. I want to encourage you to think that, you know what, sometimes... And, and, and not sometimes, all the time as CEOs, we can get so married to our business, right? We can get so tied up and lost in our business that we don't have hobbies. We don't have friends. We don't have anything outside of family business, family business, family business. But I, I, I find that a quality of a, a truly successful CEO is that they do something that they love, even if it's just for this moment, right? Even if it's just in this one little moment, this one little moment of time, this one little phase of life, but they do something that they love in this season. And I feel like that's an important quality because it's a reminder to have hobbies, to have fun, to enjoy life, to know that there's more more to life than just being the CEO. And so doing what you love, even if it's just for the moment, like I feel like that is probably that that should be probably quality number one. Because again, it's so easy for us to get lost in our identity as a, uh, a business owner, a CEO, um, a mom, a wife, right, we get lost in those titles. And then we look up and we have no friends, or we have very few friends. Um, we definitely don't have friends that aren't business owners, right? Like a lot of times our, our friends are other people in the industry and things like that. So doing what you love, even if it's just in the moment, that's another quality. Thing number nine is self-trust. I, this, this quality I see across the board for all successful CEOs. You have to have self-trust. You have to trust your gut. Um, and it's hard. Like it's hard to know, like it's, it's hard to discern, hmm, you know, should I trust, should I like go all in on this direction or should I do something else? Am I supposed to throw in the towel? Am I supposed to keep going, right? These are conversations that I have all the time with people. Um, and it's conversations that I have with myself. Like I have to sit down and say, okay, like I trust myself, like, okay, I trust you girl. Like you're gonna make the right decision. But self-trust is something that's so important and I think that we have to not think I know we have to pair this with like discernment from the Holy Spirit. You know, we have to we have to trust that the Holy Spirit is going to guide ourselves, which means that we can trust our thoughts. And I think I've done a podcast episode. I'm not sure where I said I can't trust what I see, you know, and I, I stand by that. I can't always trust what I see, right? Because my eyes will deceive me. But what I can trust is that the Holy Spirit is going to guide my decisions. I'm going to get that discernment and get that wisdom. And in turn, I can trust that the decisions I make is going to work out for my good. It's going to work out in my favor. And I feel like self-trust is also like 
a, a little bit of like that blind crazy faith you know and I, I was just talking to somebody about how you know entrepreneurship like we're slightly insane like as ceos as business owners as entrepreneurs we are slightly insane because no rational sane person would choose the journey that we've chosen but we have you know and it's not always easy it's not always you know roses or going the way we thought but we still trust the process and we have to trust ourselves we have to trust our abilities and our capabilities and our skills and just we have there's a lot of trust that has to happen but most importantly we have to trust ourselves to you know see it through so that's thing number nine. And the last one is resilience. Resilience is a word that I've been praying over for uh, probably a year now. Um, resilience is, and I want to I define resilience. Resilience is the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties or toughness. And then it's also the ability of a substance or object to spring back into shape elasticity. So the reason why I shared that second definition is because that, that really... It, it made sense to me because I feel like a lot of people are in this season where they are stretched. You're feeling stretched, right? You're feeling, woo, okay, like this is really pushing me out of my comfort. This is really, you know, taking me out of my element. But resilience is your ability to get back in shape, right? It's your ability to stay elastic and to stay flexible and to, and, and to persevere and to recover when things are difficult. And that is just so powerful to me. And when I think about a lot of successful CEOs that I know, but also people that I just look at their example, resilience is the number one. That should have probably been number one, but I wanted to save it for last. But resilience to me is the number one quality of a successful CEO mindset because things go wrong, right? Things are not perfect in business, but your ability and your capacity to recover quickly from those difficulties, your ability to pivot and adjust and, you know, whatever, your ability to bounce back, that is what make her, makes or break you, right? That is what, that, that's what tells the story every single time. And so I find that sometimes people, you know, you have a bad day, you have a bad week, and now your whole month goes to crap. And it's like, it's because you don't have resilience. And that may, that may seem harsh, like, dang, you're saying I don't have resilience. But if you let one bad day or one bad, you know, one bad client or one bad post stop you from getting the bag and serving others for the whole month, it's because you lack resilience. And resilience is just a matter of you being able to recover quickly. And it's something that I've really been praying about for myself because I found myself in a season of I wasn't able to in my mind, you know, my mind wasn't able to bounce back quickly after having my second baby. Now, that was an obstacle. Well, not an obstacle, but that was a um, that was a situation that I had to recover and figure out how am I going to adjust and move forward in my business. And I really struggled for a good two months with figuring it out. But now on the other side of things, I realized that it's a process. So one thing I and the reason why I'm sharing that story is because recovering quickly is going to look different for everybody recovering quickly is going to i don't mean you know just because things don't work out in you know a couple of days like you're not resilient no i'm saying like if you have one day and then you go you know one month two months and now you're not bounced back that's a problem right that's a problem that means that you are choosing to go in the opposite direction but on the other hand maybe you are going through a really big life change like you got married you had a baby or something like that 
the capacity to recover quickly, that time, it's going to look a little bit different. But it's something that you want to pray for, right? You want to pray that in this season, you are strengthened with the ability to bounce back. You are strengthened with the ability to recover during this season of difficulty. And difficulty, I, I don't want us to think about it in a negative term, right? Because having a kid is not, like I, I said obstacle at first, and I was like, it's not an obstacle. Like I couldn't think of the right word. But I want us to like be intentional about how we define things and difficulty doesn't have to be a negative thing right it can be just a change right a change in your circumstance a change in your situation but your ability to recover and to move through and to snap back into shape and to you know succeed in a certain area that is what matters having that resilience to persevere in the face of change and obstacles and difficulties you know and and to be able to snap back and to get back in control and information and to continue on with your business that is a quality that you want to have and so resilience is something that i've really been praying over in the last you know few months after having baby e because i really wanted to make sure that i recovered that i didn't come out of having a second child like i came out of the first as you guys know after i had king or when i had king especially while i was pregnant i was so terrified that i would not be able to stay in business that i would have to go get a job and all the things not because i f felt like i don't need a job or can't you know don't want to get a job but because I didn't see an example of other people, other moms in business. I felt like a lot of people that were in business, which is true, a lot of people in business, they're younger. They're younger women. They don't have kids. They don't have families, all the things, right? So in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm pregnant. Like these girls, they don't have kids. Like they don't have anything. So like, obviously this is over for me. And so I wanted to go and have empire with a different mindset. And so I prayed for resilience. I prayed for that strength and that mental fortitude to give me that capacity to recover right and to not go into it or to come out of it thinking that I was going to take a loss and I haven't like God has not left me yet and I am so grateful for that but I also know that a quality that I chose to adopt in that season was the quality of resilience right to be resilient to persevere to push through even though things got challenging right it's not easy doing this thing 202 and two companies girl <laughs> that's why i be trying to quit every quarter but you know that's another conversation but you get what i'm saying resilience i, I could talk about this one forever because it, i feel like it's a really important quality and i love hearing people's like story when it comes to their business and just all the different obstacles that they had to overcome and how long it took them to overcome it um because i i will say like when we hit those difficulties when we hit those obstacles when we hit those challenges and those changes that really determines our success right it really does because if you decide to turn around and run the other way to hide to do busy work to not execute to just be thinking you know if you choose not to stay committed if you don't trust yourself right all those qualities if you're not able to do those other qualities resilience like baby that is going to be a struggle it's going to be a struggle and i love hearing people's stories of the times they struggle that they still push through so it's like resilience and perseverance at the same time like wow you know people really have to break through a lot of things in order to keep going and it's, it's super inspiring to see but it's also super important to have as the ceo so those are my 10 qualities that i want to share today thanks y'all so much for hanging out with me and until next time i will talk to you later darling 
Thanks so much for tuning in. Don't forget to follow me on the gram at Mrs. K Hillman and let me know you're picking up what I'm putting down. Take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it in your stories and leave a young thug a review so I know it's real. May you walk in your purpose and call in each and every day to become the CEO and woman you were designed to be. Until next time, let's get this money.